This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, like wows and jokes of the day. We also have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us here on the GAC Podcast. This is episode 56, where we're joined by your favorite morning assembly sound booth resident. Hit me with that podcast intro music, Tank. This was one of my all-time favorite podcast episodes to record. I've worked with Tank for a long time. He's one of my best friends at camp. And I thought it was really interesting to hear him talk with such passion about being a camper. I think for a lot of us, it's really natural to think about Tank as Tank the Ops guy or Tank the DJ or Tank the guy at morning assembly. But he was also a longtime camper and he came to camp with his siblings and he came from Shaver, which gives him a really unique perspective. We had such a fun chat. I hope you enjoy it. Here he is. It's Tank. Welcome to the podcast, Tank. What's up, Tank? Hey, guys. Uh, Not much. Just enjoying some snow out here in Colorado. So, yeah, let's let's dive in. I think a lot of people know you from camp in the summer, but... You have a a winter job as well. So kind of what do you do when you're not doing operations stuff at camp? Uh, so I live out in Vail, Colorado. I work for two companies. One is Vail Resorts. Uh, here I work on the terrain parks and more specifically in the super pipe, uh, building, shaping it. And then my other job is actually working for a company called Snow Park Technologies, which is the guys who build the contests you see on TV. So the X Games, the U.S. Open, the Dew Tours, even the Olympics. Uh, I work with them building the jumps and super pipe for that. So I travel around a lot. It's pretty cool. So that's like super awesome. You do world-class summer camp stuff in the summer and world-class snowboard stuff in the winter. Yeah. Uh, I had pretty much two seasons. It's my summer job and my winter job. And I love them both. Yeah. No, it sounds super cool, I think. Um, so like, I think most people who are probably familiar with the podcast are probably familiar with you because you've been around for a couple of years. Um, I think we decided this was your 16th summer that just ended. Yes. Could you just chat a little bit about kind of how you ended up at camp and because you were a camper and a, a counselor in training and you've done a whole bunch of stuff. So could you kind of walk us through your relationship with camp? funny actually uh i i could have come one year earlier but i was too nervous because i didn't know if i would like camp being away from home which is funny because i live in shaver lake growing <laughs> up so camp's only you know a block away but uh i ended up coming in i think 2001 or 2002 uh, i was in cabin at that time 22 uh, as a tiger's boy uh i actually remember that year so clearly and it was probably one of my favorite years I'll ever have. I had some amazing counselors and the kids I was in the cabin with, not only did I like go to school with them, but I also came back every summer and was in a cabin with them 
until I went through 29 and then even the CIT program and even as a counselor, uh, tweeter. That's right. And Scotty and Nala, older Nala and Ninja and some of these people, like I was campers with them and uh, Crush and other people who have just been around the same thing as me for years. Sure. We've come back and we've done the cycle. And then I was a camper for seven years and staff for, this will be my 10th year, I think. On staff, I, I agree. Which is wild. It is. I think, so you hit on it there. You came back with those same people kind of year after year. Is it the relationships with people that bring you back? Do you just really love the place? Because you're obviously kind of from the mountains. You're from Shaver Lake originally. Like, what is it that keeps you coming back? Because a lot of people at some point say, I, I'm done with camp, but you haven't <laughs> been able to say that yet. You're right. So it was never the activities for me because I was lucky as a kid growing up. I grew up in a place where the outdoors was literally my backyard. Sure. Like mountain bike and rock climb and go to the lake and wakeboard. But for me, it's the people. And to this day, it's always been the people. I Some of my best friendships have been made at Gold Arrow. People I still talk to uh, every day. We fancy football. I'm talking to friends from camp, and we have a fancy football league that we do. And people I haven't seen in years, I'll see a post on Instagram, and then we get into this huge conversation just about how life has been. It's always been the people. And they're the easiest people I'll ever be able to talk to because they're always the most open and the kindest and friendliest people in the world. That's awesome. Do you think your experience at camp was noticeably different from other people because like you said, it's literally just a block away or do you think you got the same experience everybody else got? I think it's both for okay. me. It's again, like doing the new act, doing activities was never like, Something I had a hard time with. One, I kind of just was lucky enough to grow up in that situation. But then at the same time, I had a lot of the similar experiences with like people meeting their friends and sure. coming back as, again, campers and coming back to be counselors with these people. So, yes and no. Uh, I think it was both for me. <laughs> <laughs> An honest answer. I'm intrigued because you've done so much at camp for so long. Um, and I'm interested to hear from kind of the beginning until the end of your experience at camp, how has camp changed? There's a lot more activities and more cabins. <laughs> sure. For the physical aspect of it. But I think the biggest is obviously again the people. Um, I always was want, always wanted to come back as a counselor because I wanted to see what it was like. And probably one of the best decisions I've ever made was to come back. One, because again, I got a better insight as to how these people are but too because it made me a better person okay. um it i grew a lot i used to be this kid who was really shy i didn't talk to a lot of people i know weird concept yeah um, i think anybody who's been a camper in the last 10 years they're like sure tank was shy okay <laughs> it really was uh honestly like it i didn't really fit in a whole ton with the kids in my schools because i was that quiet kid who just went to the mountain on the weekend and snowboarded and didn't really talk to a whole ton of people but coming to camp, it changed all that because there's a place where I could just let loose and be corny and do silly things and dance and sing. And I'm a terrible singer, but doesn't stop me. But from you're doing enthusiastic. It. Oh, I, very much so. <laughs> I, I let it. I let it go. Full sin, as they would say. Yes, but indeed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I grew because of that. I it pulled me out of a place where I was really enclosed into myself and 
opened me up to a world of just such joy and fun. That's awesome. That makes me so like happy. And it makes me like, I'm ready for camp. Like we're recording this in uh, late November and I'm like, okay, so let's just, we could start next week. Let's, let's do the thing. I'm in. Right. Well, you're, you're not though. Cause you're in Vail in all the snow. You're right. It's a little tough. I, it, it'd be tough. It, it'd be but tricky. We, make it happen. We, we could figure it out. I feel like we could work through it. People might not know that you have a brother and a sister who you came to camp with as well. A lot of parents ask us, hey, so I'm sending my kids to camp together. Are they going to get to spend a lot of time together? Can you speak maybe a little bit about what it's like to be a camper with siblings? So I did have both a brother and a sister come. My sister actually came. She did the full circle like I did. She went from yeah. a camper to the CIT to a counselor who... Kids probably know better than they know me. Uh, I don't know anymore. It's been a while since since she's been at camp for a summer. Her name was Winter. She was with the Bears, but she was incredible. And she, same thing, she did for a bunch of years. And uh, she eventually became a teacher and just it took her away from this place, unfortunately. But uh, my brother, he just kind of did the same thing. He didn't go all the way to be a counselor, but he was nine years there. Yeah, he spent a long time at camp. Which is funny because he could come back and literally get his jacket, which is good. <laughs> but yeah, he did the whole circuit too. And I, honestly, I spent a ton of time with those people. Maybe not my brother because we're a little bit different in age. Sure. But me and my sister, I she was pretty close right behind me to a lot of things. And like I said, we were counselors together for two years, I think. Um, but I mean, it's we spent a lot of time together. She was always a person if I want to just kind of get away and talk about family things or just talk not about camp, I could go see her. Sure. She was right there. And it was kind of a nice, like, even in those, like, I love camp to death, but there are definitely the times where, like, it's nice to step away. Oh, for sure. And she's the person who I can talk to. And then if anything else, like, it just gets me more excited to come back to camp. Operation stuff, former camper. But the thing campers probably, at least last year, know you best for Obviously, um, for them is you're the guy on the soundboard during morning assembly. It's DJ Tank is absolutely in the house. Your rousing rendition of the stat of the day theme song. Can, can you speak just a little bit about how you invented the stat of the day theme song and, and how it came to be such a fixture at morning assembly? You know, honestly, I was talking with a good friend of mine, Colin, and uh, he was just talking about like how he's got all these stats in his mind. And just one day, I, this this jingle kind of crept in. And sure. Next thing you know, we're, we're hammering out a jingle that's just going to transcend life. And it, it really did. Um, listen, they haven't gotten us the Grammy nomination yet. Uh, we're for next year. Well, and I feel like it's tricky because we get two addresses. Uh, we got a winter address and a summer address. I feel like oh. it might be at the P.O. box and we just haven't picked it up is what I'm saying. It really, The Spotify account is really where we got to get it going. It's true. We, we got we to gotta get people. Uh, it's, it's the new SoundCloud. They got to check out our Spotify. A uh, little stat of the day action. It's incredible stuff. Um, so stat of the day, the stat of the day jingle, obviously that's a big part of how campers know tank. The other one, let's be honest. I, I believe you're the driving force behind tsunami. And so can, can we discuss a little bit why tsunami is a thing? I've always DJed, uh, when I was in college, I did it for a lot of people for, to like kind of do something on the weekends and I had a radio show and I came back and. I'm a big fan of EDM music, but that got to camp before me. That didn't mean like I did not run with it. I just, if I could sneak it in wherever I could, <laughs> I, I did. And 
I think to my downfall now it is the only thing that <laughs> people ever ask me to play. I was gonna say it, if you had to guess like for song requests, is it like quintuple the number of any other request you get? Let's put it this way. Within the first half hour of the dance, there's probably 50 people who've already talked to me about playing Tsunami. <laughs> that's more than Footloose. That's more than Move Your Body. That's more than the 5, 6, 7, 8. That's more than any other song by far. Tsunami is it's all the, the most want. requested song. It's all the people want. All right, Tank. It's time for the speed round. Five questions we ask absolutely everybody who comes on the podcast. Tank, what's your favorite camp song? Ooh, uh... Hannibal King. Oh, that's he pulled it from like that's a throwback camp. I I like the Cannibal King as well. Favorite item on the salad bar? I love tomatoes. A classic. Favorite lip balm flavor? Uh, Monkey's Mountain Mint. Oh, R. P. He is he is all throwbacks all the time. Around the campfire at night, mallows or popcorn? You gotta go popcorn. And finally, Tank, what's your real name? Ooh. Oh no! I'm yeah. sorry. We're all out of time. We'll have to have Tank back on the podcast. Get his real name. Tank, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. Joke of the cast, joke of the cast. 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 Joke of the cast. Do you guys know where Bruce Wayne goes to use the toilet? The bathroom. <laughs> Well, friends, we've come to that time of the show where we have some words of wisdom, a little thing we call a gaspiration. And this week's gaspiration is this. It's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. He's a really smart guy. And he had this to say about friendship. The only way to have a friend is to be one. Go out there and be a friend this week, guys. Hey, I appreciate you being my virtual friend and hanging out here around the virtual campfire on the podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. Share the podcast with a friend. Clue them in. Uh, give us a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, reach out if you have somebody you want us to get on the show. We'll try and get them on the show. We're always working to make it better. Also, a huge thanks to one of my best friends, Tank, for coming on the show. He joined us on his lunch from Vale. I really enjoyed him calling in for that. I'm Soy, and as always, I'll save a marshmallow for you.